you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight. I've been making music since we were six years old, and I'm still doing it. I'm going to do it till the day I die. Eddie Van Halen, his final moments with his first wife, Valerie Bertinelli. You're good, honey. <laughs> we're with his closest friends, sharing stories you never knew. A beautiful, pure soul. Another great one, gun. Then is Britney Spears blowing through her millions? Very good question. Her showdown with her dad and the biggest revelations to come out of court today. Plus, only we're with Olivia Newton-John, how she's helping John Travolta through the loss of Kelly Preston. She is a very beautiful person inside and out. While fighting her own cancer battle. And star baby news, from surprise pregnancies to Katy Perry's first interview since welcoming Daisy. Daddy's doing a great job. They were the it couple of the 80s. Valerie Bertinelli and Eddie Van Halen had an unbreakable bond that lasted until his final moments on this earth. Valerie was spotted for the first time yesterday outside the home of her and Eddie's 29-year-old son, Wolfgang. Our source says he is taking the death of his father particularly hard. Valerie revealed they were both by Eddie's side when he passed away from cancer at just 65 years old. She posted this beautiful family snapshot with the caption, quote, I'm so grateful Wolfie and I were able to hold you in your last moments. I will see you in our next life, my love. Eddie was remarried to his second wife, Janie, since 2009. She paid tribute on social media saying, quote, my heart and soul have been shattered into a million pieces. A source close to the family tells E.T. Eddie's cancer battle took a turn for the worse this past weekend. He was on life support in the hospital for more than 24 hours before he died. Wolfie says hi. Can you go? (laughs) E.T. has seen firsthand through the years just how devoted of a father Eddie was. Wolfie even went on tour with Van Halen starting in 2007. At first I was like, no, no. No, you're not going on tour with your dad. But then he, he talked to me, he said, listen, Mom, this is a chance for me to really get close to Dad. It really did end up being a good thing for me. Eddie and Wolfie in the same band. Come on, that's what you, uh, family is everything at the end of the day. I spoke with KISS frontman Gene Simmons, who has known Eddie from the start. He saw an unsigned Van Halen perform in 1977 and produced their first demo. I was just honored and lucky enough to be there to witness the greatness before it exploded on the world. Do you have a favorite memory with Eddie? Yeah. Kiss was in the studio. Eddie called and uh, said that he wanted to come down and, hey, let me play you uh, this thing we just did. He goes, yeah, yeah, it's called uh, you know, Jump. Eddie was a visionary. Go home, dim the lights, crank up the volume, put on some Van Halen. I spoke exclusively with another rock star reeling at Eddie's loss, his former tour mate, Ozzy Osbourne. But I can't stand to say goodbye. 
What will the legacy of Eddie Van Halen be? He was phenomenal. You to watch the guy, you know, to see a master play an instrument like that. It's a joy to watch. He had so much more to give. I just feel so bad for his family. Today, John Bon Jovi told CBS This Morning, Eddie was a huge inspiration for his own career. Every teenager of my era couldn't look at an electric guitar and not wish that they could play like Eddie Van Halen. Guitar World magazine ranked Eddie the number one greatest guitarist of all time. But did you know he's the mastermind behind this iconic guitar solo? Eddie was uncredited and unpaid for that Beat It cameo. E.T. was on set of that legendary video in 1983. In 1984, Eddie and Michael performed the song together on stage. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Back to Gene Simmons. He told me that at one point, Eddie tried to quit Van Halen and join Kiss because he wasn't getting along with one of his bandmates. Thankfully, Gene talked him out of it. You know, Eddie really will be missed. All right, let's head to Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Rachel Smith standing by with new mama, Katy Perry. Hey, Rachel. Yeah, Kev, she is already back at work and it's only been six weeks, but Daisy's mom is splitting time with her American Idol guys. How are you managing jumping back into work and having this sweet baby girl, little Daisy? I had two practice children. Before <laughs> oh, I had wow. Uh, what? I'm sorry. We're the practice children. Yes, 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 yes. Luke and Lionel haven't yet met Daisy, but the guys and Katie are staying busy as Idol auditions continue through the 28th. It's hard a little bit being these first couple of days away. Daddy's doing a great job. Daddy has <laughs> stepped in. I've seen the Bjorn on him. I've seen him with the bottle. It's like I'm a baby whisperer. On Ellen Today, a fiance Orlando reveals his secret to calming their newborn, a Buddhist chant. I'm like, no, 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 like, like chanting in her ear. It's quite sweet. She likes it. She responds very nicely. Now to Kelly Rowland's destiny, another child. Baby, I love you. Kelly, you know you need another one. Next year, next year, promise. Like, next year, honestly, I want another one. Well, surprise, Kelly's due later this year. The soon-to-be 40-year-old revealing her baby bump for women's health. Kelly and husband Tim are ready to give five-year-old son Titan an active new sibling. This baby's been moving nonstop, so <laughs> I'm a little nervous this one's gonna give me a run for my money. <laughs> Big congrats also to Megan Trainer. She posted this sonogram of her baby on the way. And those Christmas ornaments are because Megan has recorded a new holiday album while she's been pregnant. She says it's their first album together, Kev. Already those two making beautiful music together. Thanks so much, Rachel. All right, now let's go to Lauren Zima in downtown LA, where apparently Britney Spears and her father are hitting on sour notes. Yes, Kev, and it was tense. I was in the courtroom this morning for Britney's conservatorship hearing, and now Britney wasn't there, but of course her attorney was, and there was a big disagreement between him and the attorneys for Britney's dad. It boils down to this. Jamie and his team want to hear directly from Britney, not her lawyer. Brit's been on a posting spree. That's her dancing, dressed casual, and modeling a lingerie look. But behind the scenes, in court papers obtained by ET, the singer wants to hire new attorneys who specialize in conservatorship issues to represent her case. 
but her dad is opposed. The reason? Jamie says they're too expensive and claims that Britney is going through an alarming amount of money. Now, the singer's estate is worth an estimated $57 million, but Jamie's legal team claims the burn rate that the estate is experiencing is high. This is made even more troubling because, quote, Miss Spears has determined not to work at this time. So is Britney Spears going to war with her dad? Well, the real showdown is expected to happen here a week from today. Now let's move on to a couple who definitely has each other's backs. Flipper Flop star Tarek El Moussa and Selling Sunset's Heather Ray Young. The reality TV pair are planning their I do's, but not before reliving their romantic engagement only with E.T. Oh my God! Heather Ray Young. Will you marry me? I don't even remember asking her the question. I don't even remember her saying yes. Like, I was, I was pretty nervous. She said yes! I'm sorry, honey, you're gonna hate me for this, but he started tearing up. Who did? I did not. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, only four hours after these two shared engagement details with us, Tarek's ex, Christina Anstead, announced her separation from her husband of almost two years, Aunt Anstead. How did you guys tell Christina, okay, we're, we're getting married and, and this is happening for us next? What was that conversation like? I'm helping raise the kids, so I think she knew like how important my role was. And but no, I, you didn't sit her down or talk no, to I mean, her. No, she, she's my ex-wife. So it's a different. It's you know, you know we have our own life, yeah. and we respect her as their mom, and we co-parent. But you know, we're we're a couple. We don't need to sit down with her and discuss that. Tarek and Christina split back in 2016, but their kids, 10-year-old Taylor and 5-year-old Brayden, are actually thrilled with their dad's whirlwind romance. We moved in together after a week, so I was like, what's your last name again? Where did you grow up? Do you have any brothers and sisters? And we just did it. Even his family, they just like welcomed you with open arms. The kids welcomed me. It's been over a year now, and like she's full on mom life, and you know, she gets them ready for school, the clothing, the food, the lunches, the breakfast, the snacks, like, you know, mom life. The couple's engagement is featured on Flipping 101's season finale on HGTV tomorrow, but Tarek and Heather say their wedding will be an intimate affair with no TV cameras allowed. Has the pandemic halted some wedding plans? Where are we at? We're planning sometime uh, summer 2021. We yeah. have dates on hold. Right now we're in between Cabo and California, yeah. so we don't know where it's going to be, but it's going to be one of those places. Mm -hmm. We know we want to have the kids standing up there with us. and. And that's it. I would imagine, Christine, we won't have exes at the wedding. Or what's the plan? No, there? no exes okay. at the wedding. Okay. So that's a no. Now, Tarek and Heather did move pretty fast. So if you're wondering, babies, they told me they're good. But speaking of kids, Adam Sandler does have some fun Halloween plans for yours. Halloween is your partner. Tricks and treats from his new movie, how he does those hilarious voices. Helps when you don't really know your line. Then Olivia Newton-John on battling cancer and supporting John Travolta. He's had a lot of loss and I'm there for him. Plus, Cobra Kai mania is taking over. Only we're on the set of the show that's dominating streaming. And yeah, we've known the stars since their starts. We keep a PG rating. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I think if there's one thing we learned tonight, 
It's that America needs a WAP. Woman as president. I am willing to bet that Maya Rudolph will be back on SNL this weekend after tonight's vice presidential debate. She is also part of Adam Sandler's gang in Hubie Halloween. You know what? Let's check back in with Lauren Zima because she has that story. Halloween's your partner. Yeah. The voice in this, what do you call this voice at this point? You're just a mumbling fool. It's, it helps when you don't really know your lines. It's nice. You just mumble something and you say, yeah, that's what Hubie would do. I think you guys got a uh, connection problem. Salem PD. It's Adam's job to solve a Halloween mystery in the comedy that's streaming now on Netflix. He's called on some of his oldest pals to join him, including a very hairy Kevin James. Hubie, what do you want? The beard was all me. That was all me. I hated it for a while. The family would pull on it. Um, it was rough, and then I got used to it, and then it became like a blanket for me. Now I actually miss it. I do miss it. I would never touch that beard. I don't know where it's been. Kevin doesn't like to be touched anyway. Between scenes, Adam would play music by Britney, Christina, and Selena to keep spirits up. A couple other set secrets. My wig, even though I loved it so much, was really heavy. We had a whole like contraption thing to remove it. I think my neck is like three inches wider from the muscle <laughs> swole development. Yeah, I'm swole. Oh no, that turns me on. <laughs> It'll be interesting to watch and see if Hubie Halloween can knock off Netflix reigning champ, Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. Will they drop the gloves? Karate and, and, and the action. I mean, that, that is a ticket. 36 years of Daniel-san, and you know E.T.'s been there for it all. So what's next? It's bigger than me, the actor, or any of us. Then. What you never knew about Olivia Newton-John's biggest hit. I freaked out thinking I think I've gone too far. John and John Travolta's beautiful friendship began over four decades ago during Greece. Their bond only grew stronger through her cancer diagnosis and most recently from the passing of John's wife, Kelly Preston. What do you miss most about her? She was a very a beautiful person inside and out. I mean, she was beautiful to look at, but she had a really beautiful, gentle spirit. And I just feel so, so much for John and the children. It's hard to put into words. You clearly have reached out to John to support him, Ella, Ben. How are they doing? You know, loss is loss, and to lose your mother and your wife is an incredibly difficult thing, and it takes a long time. Do you speak to John daily? I don't speak to him daily, but we are in contact, and I, I send my love and support as often as I can. The 72-year-old legend was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 1992. But unlike Kelly, who kept her battle private, Olivia was forced to go public. There was going to be an article released in one of the gossip papers that I was dying of cancer. And when I heard that, I decided that rather than frighten my family and my friends, it would be better to just come out with it. But today, Olivia is thriving and strong. She lives on her Santa Barbara ranch with her husband, John, who is helping her fight cancer through homegrown plant medicine. He has been growing cannabis for me for the last five, six years, and he has a laboratory and he's very studious and very knowledgeable about it. I was in the hospital two years ago, and when I came out, I had been on morphine because I was in incredible pain from a fractured sacrum, and he had made me these 
uh, tinctures from cannabis and I was able to wean myself off the morphine. This week we also saw some good news come from you. You've announced the Olivia Newton-John Foundation. Yes, I'm so excited. Being a cancer thriver of 28 years and having gone through surgery and chemotherapy and radiation, I always had this dream that we could find kinder ways of treating cancer. Along with focusing on her new foundation, Olivia celebrating a couple milestones. Her 80s classic film Xanadu just turned 40, and next year marks the same milestone for this. That song really helped send my career in another direction because physical was kind of the next step and allowed me to be a little more cheeky. I recorded the song and then freaked out thinking, I think I've gone too far. <laughs> Never, Olivia. By the way, that song was her all-time biggest hit. It spent 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. And I mean, that 80s fashion, Kev, I gotta believe you had a sweatband or two in your day, did you? I had a sweatband, I had white capizios. You don't know anything about that, do you? Mm -mm, that's everybody out there, older folks get me right now. Thanks, Rachel. And uh, speaking of the 80s, it was the decade that brought us the Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. And now we have Cobra Kai. Daniel and Johnny's ongoing legendary rivalry is getting next level love since it began streaming on Netflix. And according to Ralph Macchio, there's a good reason for that. The legacy of the original films, I mean, who knew that they were gonna be arguably more relative now for whatever reason than even 10 or 15 years ago. Are those real trees? And as always, every customer leaves with their very own bonsai tree. We are trying to tonally touch on all the nostalgia that the yeah. hardcore fans would hope for and also infuse this great younger generation. The karate and, and, and the action, I mean, that, that is the ticket. We were there 36 years ago as the Karate Kid kicked his way into our hearts. Now, Cobra Kai continues the tradition, picking up with Ralph and Billy's characters all grown up and senseis in their own right. What does it mean that your series, Cobra Kai, is set now for a third season? It's a testament to, to the writing. It's a testament to the fans out there that, that are coming to the, the party and telling their friends. Cobra Kai isn't just about karate. It's about a way of life. The fans today that were kids when the movie came out and, you know, was a part of their childhood. Now they're showing it with their kids. The sequel series that started out as a YouTube original moved to Netflix after two seasons and became the streaming service's number one show. Why? Well, for one thing, the rivalry between Daniel and Johnny is still fierce, with scenes from the original movie woven through and plenty of Easter eggs for diehard fans. What do you remember about shooting that movie? Um. Uh, getting my butt kicked. Billy Zapka, we were working on a routine and it was I was a little off camera and I just took a little one here, nothing, nothing major. There's a hot young cast, but lots of familiar faces have made an appearance too. And rumor has it Elizabeth Shue will reprise her role when season three drops on Netflix in January of 2021. The series even has the approval of Mr. Miyagi, Pat Morita's daughter, Allie, Marita passed away in 2005, but his legacy lives on. Wax on, wax off. This movie and this, this franchise, it's become American pop culture. And back to William Zabka, get this, he continued to take karate for five years after the first movie. See, it's all come full circle. All right, coming up, we honor the life and music legacy of Johnny Nash and his connection to another icon, Bob Marley.
Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on ET, from James Bond to Jurassic World. There are protocols galore. We're going to be very safe, I think. The latest on productions affected by the pandemic. Then we're celebrating Melissa McCarthy's marriage milestone. I was sweet on him right away. Tomorrow on ET. I can see clearly now the He had such a beautiful voice. Johnny Nash passed away from natural causes at his home in Houston. You know, Johnny was instrumental in launching the career of Bob Marley and the Whalers before he struck gold with his number one hit from 1972, I Can See Clearly Now. Johnny Nash was 80 years old. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.